Welcome to Fran Path Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer. And I'm Brittany Bodie. And together we are Fran Path Consulting. Good morning, Jamie Major. How are you today? Sam Schweitzer, life is good. How are you? I am doing well. I am very, very excited to have you on the podcast. We're doing something new. We're having our whole team take part in, in our podcasting a little bit more. So excited to spend more time with you on the mic. It's always fun. We always enjoy these conversations and have good laughs afterwards and sometimes in between. Yes, correct. A lot of the edits, I, we may have to do like an unedited version at some point so people can hear me snort laughing and probably then not want to be clients any longer. It's <laughs> awesome. So we were, you and I were talking offline here and just this week is kind of a great week for us. Kids are back in school. Things are starting to kind of level out at home. Everything's starting to be more scheduled versus I feel like summer is just kind of free and wild for us, for clients, for everybody. It just feels good to have everything kind of halting to a stop and kids back on a schedule, which means we're back on a schedule. Absolutely. It's nice to uh, spend the summers with your kids, but it's also nice to send them off to school and get them out. And And where I live in North Idaho, it's very, very cold throughout a lot of the year. So we cherish our heat and we cherish our summers, which is very short, but it's chaos for us. So it's nice to get back into a groove. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good time in life. Yeah, I think you and I are doing the same thing too. And you and your wife and my husband and I were, we were just discussing, we're doing a lot of home projects right now and getting things, I feel like we kind of paused them. And then now again, getting things back up and operational. We started last weekend doing some stuff in our garage and then some stuff in our pantry as well. And you guys are doing, you guys have a much larger project than we do. Well, we're, yes, we're working on a 40 by 60 barn, a very large man cave garage, which has been uh, the, the, the twinkle in my eye for many, many years to get this built. And um, when I bought, when the first day I showed up to the house to even look at it before we bought it, I immediately visioned uh, where this garage would go. So years later, we're, we're getting this garage built and, um, you know, it's like every boy's dream to fill it with toys and tools and projects and spend time with my kids in there. But ultimately, you want to make it a man cave. You want to make it uh, an extension of the home and make it nice. And that's, it's, um, I could have done it years ago if I, if I wanted to do it haphazard, but it's been planning and planning and planning. And now it's time. That is so exciting. I don't know how you convince Melissa that this is a great idea and that she's <laughs> giving you a massive man cave. But I mean, that's a testament to your sales ability, I would say. <laughs> so you know, I think this is a perfect time to introduce our guests today because they are actually helping people throughout the United States create their dream garages, man caves, etc. So we have joining us from Garage Kings, Bo Citron, president, and then we have John Taylor, who represents Garage Kings on the development side for the Repum Group. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Sam, thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Welcome, gentlemen. Welcome. And uh, JB, we got a you know that that um, garage barn. We got we got a great opportunity to put some beautiful flooring and flake in there, and some cabinets and slot walls. So we'll have to get a franchisee in your neck of the woods and get that job done. Well, that's part of why we're so excited to have you here. We've been talking about uh, different people to bring on the podcast and different brands and garage and man cave conversations are 
front and center in my house. So this is a perfect fit on a personal note, but uh, it also resonates with plenty of our audience and great opportunities for growth, expansion, and money, which I hope we get to talk about here. Yeah, yeah. let's get into it. We're excited. I'd love to start with you guys just telling us a little bit about your background. So I always, you know, franchising is is an interesting space because nobody goes to third grade and says, well, I'm going to be a franchisee or I'm going to be a franchisor someday. But somehow we all ended up here. So I would love, John, I'll start with you. I would love for you to just kind of give us your background and what led you to representing Garage Kings. Yes. Thank you, Sam. Um, really, you know, my path, just like anybody else's, um, you end up landing in franchising. Um, I grew up in a, an entrepreneurial family. Uh, my family, my parents never worked for anybody. So I saw that growing up um, and I always wanted to be a business owner. Um, I didn't know where that was going to go. Um, initially, um, I got into the restaurant business in high school and I thought I wanted to be a restaurateur, right? Uh, learned that that's a very difficult path being in food and beverage. Um, I did that for many years, uh, but mostly I grew up in a construction household. So I was growing up doing trades, uh, working for roofing crews and working for sweeping out houses when I was five years old um, in that custom home building world. Um, so there was a path for me that was sales, construction and restaurants. Um, and I threw restaurants out the window and I went straight to construction and sales, uh, which led me to um, a few different opportunities, um, working W-2 jobs and, and commission structure jobs where I was in the corporate world. Um, and I think franchising is such a great opportunity, not just for a candidate, uh, but for individuals to work in the franchising business uh, to not cap your income. Um, it's a sales opportunity that really has you know, unlimited abilities. Uh, so franchising was a natural opportunity for me to get into uh, with my uh, short extent of restaurant development and construction development. Um, I really wanted to get into franchising and Garage Kings was a natural fit. So this is my first stint uh, in development with a brand. Um, I feel like it positioned with my background very well um, and I positioned well with the leadership here and, and the goals of Garage Kings. So uh, like-minded individuals, it was a, a perfect pairing and I'm glad to be here today. You know, the clients that we've sent over would definitely agree that you do a great job of representing the brand and being immersed in the culture. And I think that's so important for me, having come from the development side, you really have to love, understand what you're talking about. But more importantly, you have to align with the founding team. You have to align with the group that's at the corporate office, because if you're going to talk about something 40 to 50 hours a week with clients and you're going to be doing that initial vetting for that brand, it is so vital that you understand what goes into their business and who they are as people. So 100% I, well said. I, well, I lived it for a long time. You have to say the same stuff. You're answering the same questions a hundred times a week. So you have to really make sure you like what you're talking about and that you feel like you can represent that brand. Now, Bo, I would love to hear how you got into franchising, what your story is. Yeah. First of all, I just want to say, you know, working with the Repum team and brokers like yourself, Sam and Jamie, I, I, I love speaking about the brand for 40, 50 hours a week. So I always enjoy, you know, getting into it with you guys. But um, <clears throat> uh, I started in franchising um, uh, quite a few years ago, um, about 15 years ago at a company that uh, usually everyone's familiar with called Massage Envy and um, watched that company really, really set a foundation in um franchising and a, a developer model and scaling fast and business systems. And I worked um, at that company very closely with the CEO at the time where I was just so fascinated with um, the idea of franchising, which is everyone wins. 
when a franchisee uh, in Southern California um, is successful and a franchisee in Boston or New York on the other side of the country is successful, um, everyone benefits top to bottom. The new employee yeah. that starts at a, at a location or works with a brand um, to the top. So uh, that idea, that concept um, really attracted me and I learned a lot in that experience. I then went and practiced law for, for quite some time uh, and uh, I'm still a licensed attorney today and did that and got yelled at it by judges and <laughs> clients and screwed up more than I can imagine. And um, really eventually just wanted to take the tie off and, and get back in and um, was always looking in the background um, at franchise concepts and, you know, what's coming and industry trend, trends. And eventually um, with the former CEO of, of the Massage Envy brand uh, started our own franchise concept and we grew that. Um, and I acted as the franchisee for the first couple locations, retail, retail in the beauty space. And, um, uh, and I also have that experience as being a franchisee, which is so, so important. You know, the, the daily grind, John hears me talk about it every day. Business is hard. I mean, you guys know on this, on this, you know, phone call, um, or this, uh, podcast, it's hard and, uh, it takes a lot of work and franchising is great because you can, um, reduce a lot of the risk of going out and do it on your own. And so if you want to start a business, if you want to be successful, you got to go out and do something. And franchising is a great opportunity to do that. So grew that, grew that brand. Um, um, and um, in that experience, met a ton of people in franchising. Um, and I met um, the Franworth crew, who is a um, equity partner of Garage Kings. Um, they own half of our brand. Um, which is John Rachi, Dave Kyle, Drew Brees, David Barr. I mean, uh, grade A people in, in franchising and uh, built a nice relationship with Dave Kyle, John Rachi, and, um, and said, man, I would love to get into business with you guys one day. You know, what's going on with you guys? And they said, well, there's this up and coming home service brand uh, that we would like for you to take a look at. And there's an amazing owner in place, a, a gentleman by the name of Troy Rainsburg, who I'll, I'll share, share his unbelievable history. Um, and the home service space is something that I think we all know is just booming. I mean, year-over-year yes. um, year growth, um, um, you know, for the, through 2026, I read a stat in it just the other day. So I uh, was really attracted to it and then noticed there's huge opportunity, not just in home service, but in this garage space. And so when I uh, met with Troy uh, and the Franworth team and looked at this model and looked at the success that it was having already, um, in the potential, I was, uh, I was then begging to come join the team because, um, uh, it's, it's a true home run, uh, in many different levels. I mean, as you guys know, you've seen tons of brands, you know, you have the unbelievable success stories of orange theory fitness and other big brands like that, uh, LA mental health, you know, that's a, a rep and brand as well. Um, and when you combine a model in a, a, a unit level profitability standpoint, with great people, with um, a foundation that is uh, understanding of franchising, understanding that the franchisee has to win first. When you put those two things together, sky's the limit. Um, and so that's why I saw Garage Kings. And so that's what we're building. That's what we have. And so um, been here now for a year and uh, 2023 already, you know, we're, we're off to a pretty strong start and top to bottom from franchise development um, to uh, uh, same store sale, same store sales. So um, anyway, in a long about answer, that's, uh, that's kind of the history to where we are today. Love I it. Love, love it. The history, the context, the experience with other franchises, other franchisors, uh, 
It's amazing. Leadership matters. We always say it. John, can you share with us? So, so we hear all the 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 people, the process, the business in a box. Uh, it's all the recipes is there is, is there to the to to make the soup. What is Garage Kings? What are the differentiators? What makes it special? Yeah, so that's a very good question. I mean, there's coming from a construction background, um, I feel that subcontractors to do these projects are few and far between these days. And when I say few and far between, the quality is few and far between. Um, so we're seeing a major trend of, of that individual who works for their father's business or um, is a, an apprentice working for an electrician or a ceramic tile installer. There's fewer and fewer people coming up doing that quality work and not having that apprenticeship means they don't have the training. Right. So they're naming their price and they're saying, hey, we're three, four, five, six weeks booked out. And that's that's becoming 90 percent of the industry these days. Uh, what's great about a franchise opportunity and specifically the training behind Garage Kings is that somebody can come in with very little experience, if not no, no experience at all in this space and get top notch training. I mean, be the best in the industry at it. And that's not just the quality of the workmanship. That's the communication through the technology that Garage Kings offers to give the peace of mind to the consumer. Right. So I, you two are talking about some home service projects you've had. I mean, I, I just built a home last year um, and I'd say probably 80 percent of my subs didn't show up on time. and didn't do the job they said they were going to do for the price they said they were going to do it. The other 20 percent got a great reputation and they charge for it. Right. Um, so what I love about Garage Kings and what we do differently is we offer superior training. I mean, our training platform on the technical side is 82 percent more than my next closest competitor. Right. So we have a five day comprehensive immersion training into the flooring and the cabinets and I always liken it to uh, learning a language. Right. I don't know a lick of Portuguese. Right. But if I wanted to learn Portuguese, I would need to go to night school, maybe three nights a week. And I'd spend a year or two doing it. Or I could go to Brazil for a month. I'd prefer to go on the beach in Brazil and learn a language <laughs> for a month, and come back, come back fully fluent. Um, but that's what Garage Kings is doing. Our franchisees and their staff are coming back fluent in the language, in the process, and in the understanding of what it means to offer um, home services at a very, very high level, technically and with sales and with the support from the system that Garage Kings offers. That's to me, that's huge because if you have somebody that's taking care of a very important portion of your home, and I live in the Midwest, I think I'm the only one here, garages are an extension of our homes. You will see during football season, you will see people with their TVs in their garage. The garage doors are open. It's kind of like a weird garage flex. Like, oh, look at all the things that we have done in here. People just leave their doors open. One, I don't think we worry that much about crime in Madison, Wisconsin, so it's not a huge deal. But it is like another, you know, however many square feet that you're adding to your house. And the garage fridge is a is a Midwestern absolute staple. You have to have a garage fridge. So having everything set up is really important. Now, we talked a little bit before we got on here about the evolution of Garage Kings and going from 1.0 to 2.0. And how you guys have just progressed so amazingly and continue to, on a consistent basis, evolve, which is huge for franchise brands. So if you don't mind, Bo, I would love to have you just kind of dip into that a little bit. What was 1.0? What does 2.0 look like? What can we look forward to with Garage Kings in the franchise industry? Yeah, good question. So not every brand has such a compelling story, but truly not just because I'm in it and believe in it and love it. There's a compelling story here. And so this brand started um, uh, in Canada, actually, in 2017, uh, not as a franchise brand. 
as a kind of a marketing type um, um, a flooring company. And um, there was a dealer network in place, licensees, um, not many of them, you know, a handful. Um, and in this process, the owner of Garage Kings, you know, it's half Troy and half um, uh, Franworth, our equity partner. And uh, Troy, who was uh, a tremendous businessman in the home service space, he took a, with his partners, took a small $1 million plumbing company and grew it to $100 million, then $150 million, then $250 million, and grew a HVAC company um, on the East Coast to $350 million um, and sold it to private equity. And in that experience, um, Troy was trying to help his, his brother out. And Troy ended up um, meeting um, uh, someone in the in the space in parallel to redoing his garage with his family and wife and falling in love with it, not using Garage Kings because there wasn't one available, but um, fell in love with, wow, this garage space is interesting. And so what he did was is he purchased a Garage Kings location before it was franchising uh, for his brother and said, you know what, I'm going to kind of be the bank here. Um, you know, I've got great business acumen. I can help you from afar. Um, but you operate this brother and um, let's make it successful. And the two of them together uh, grew to the top location in the network. And wow. then all of a sudden they said, well, let's do this again. And so um, uh, Troy uh, found another partner, someone he knew in his history, opened up another location that grew to the top. All of a sudden um, they're operating the best locations in the network. And long story short, Troy um, approaches these great people who started this brand and said, you know what, I'm going to, take this brand over, let's get a deal done. And he did. And here's the thing, however, Troy's HVAC company uh, was not a franchise company. And so it was a private company to where they grew it themselves. So he doesn't know, he doesn't know franchising at this point. He <laughs> says, I need, he says, I need a partner. And in his research, you know, um, you know, maybe I'm a little biased because I'm a part of the group, but uh, there's no better, there's no better, um, people in accelerators based on mentorship in the industry than the Franworth group of John Rachi, Dave Kyle, David Barr, Drew Brees, um, and Troy found um, uh, the Franworth group and, and they partnered. And that happened in um, 2021. I'm, no, I'm sorry, 2022, the beginning of 2022. Oh, wow. is, so fresh partnership. And so, um, which, um, takes kind of the brand up to the beginning of last year. And in that process is when I was being introduced to Garage Kings and, and um, came aboard. So in 2022, um, just a flooring company and just barely getting into franchising. So what we do is, is we, um, all the people that want to continue to be a part of us, we convert the um, licensees, dealer models over to franchise um, and get that process going. In addition, we're perfecting the systems to get ready for franchising. The most important thing in franchising is our franchisee success, period. That's where everything starts. And so pause. to do that, I'll pause. That is, if you have a franchisor that does not say that, immediately move on. Whether you're working with me, whether you're working with another consultant, whether you're working with anybody or nobody at all. If a franchisor does not say that the most important thing is franchisee success, they will never be successful. Continue. <laughs> and, that, and that's spot on. That's, that, that's what everything falls. The more money franchisees make, the better everything is. It starts there. The unit level PL, the unit level economics. That's where our entire organization is focused. And with that, what we noticed is okay, the flooring's great and we're doing well here, 
But what else? There's easy line extensions that we can move into. How can we better that unit level PL, that performance, that uh, profit margin for our Z's? And what we did is tons of research, tons of um, experimenting, and um, we ended up adding just a few months ago uh, in 2023 um, uh, a, a natural line progression to cabinets and slat walls. And these are um, fantastic additions to our revenue stream and offering for many reasons. Number one, the consumer wants it. They've been asking for it. What? I want to redo my whole garage, not just this beautiful flake product um, and put on the floor. You know, how can I get cabinets and slat walls in here as well? So we found a great um, partner to, to bring those live and our consumers are happy. It's a very simple, easy install for our franchisees with um, 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 minimal time needed to install with a very, very high quality product that is durable, long lasting and looks good. I mean, it's a good looking product in your garage. Um, and the profit margin is pretty good for the franchisee too. Nice. It's um, constantly being devoted on development, innovation, moving, growing. Uh, it's an emerging brand. It's, it's, it's an incredible package. What type of investments have you guys made back into your technology, proprietary equipment, services, processes? Yeah, great, great question. So, I come from the membership business between, um, um, you know, the fast beauty space, you know, everything's going towards reoccurring membership. And so with that, my focus is always on sales, 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 sales. And, you know, with my business hat on um, and profitability hat on, I like to look at Garage Kings in a certain sense as we're a sales organization. We are selling a beautiful garage transformation. And how you do that is very important. What we learned over the past year and few months as we've grown our business is uh, there's opportunity to help our franchisees be more successful in getting more jobs. And one thing we noticed is the management of our um, operation and salespeople. We've recently introduced a digital sales presentation to where our entire offering, when we come to your house, Jamie and Sam, and walk you through the beautiful flooring system and slat wall and cabinet is done on an iPad where you can see all the information, you can see all the um, offerings we have. We can pick right there on the iPad what color cabinets, uh, what color um, handles you want, what color flake you want. We could even show it to you in a visualizer. Come on um, over. Yeah, and, and, hey, <laughs> we, we got to find someone uh, in your neck of the woods because we got to do that barn too, man. We can't forget about that. Ready for you. Come on over. I need it. And then just really quickly, I want to touch on the other piece is, is – um, the management side of that digital sales presentation. So what we do is, is we um, are able to track every single slide that the sales representative touched, how long they spent on it. And then what we're also able to do, guys, is record that sales conversation legally and ethically. We follow all those rules um, and compare what was said in the conversation that had with the script, with what we trained with what we coach. So then the management side of it for our franchisees, they're able to go in, whether it be the sales manager or the owner and say, Hey, there's opportunity, you know, uh, Billy who went 10 for 10 on sales last week versus, um, you know, Billy Joe who went one for 10, we're able to compare what they did differently. What, what was the difference in time spent on each slide and what was said? And we use that technology to coach and inspire so that we can, 
change more lives through transformation of garages. So well, was any um, of this AI driven? Yes, it is. So the the um, the uh, recording and comparing to our sales script is AI AI driven, and we even use Chat GPT to then analyze that, and it gives instant feedback to our sales representative that says, "Hey, Jamie, um, you know you spent twenty six percent less time this week on the why are we different slide, and you spoke." 80% versus the consumer speaking 20%. When you went three for three yesterday, you spoke 50% of the time and let the customer speak 50% of the time. So that's how we get better on sales. If we're talking about, you know, getting more jobs, these are tools that our franchisees can use to really get more jobs. I'd love this so much. So, so I, I talk to clients a lot about, we're smart enough to go start a, a flooring company that, that coats floors and puts flakes out. Like, most people that get into a business are smart enough to do that. But the reality is when you get into a franchise, you have the support behind the scenes. You have things like you just talked about, AI, um, driving efficiency and driving metrics. So when you pay a franchise fee, you should get a return for it. That should be an investment. That's a good, that's what money well spent. When you pay a royalty, you get a return for it. And things like you're talking about, Bo, right there, that's how you drive efficiency. I would, I would be happy to pay a small piece of my revenue in exchange for getting that constant innovation, that constant technology support training to grow my business, to grow my team, to make customers happy, to be better recognized in the market and the community. I mean, that's that you just nailed it. That's franchising. I love it. Nice job. That's it. Yeah, and I'll jump in there real quick. I mean, one of the things I love the most when I'm speaking with a candidate is when they say, I want my staff members and my people to be able to make more money, to be able to buy that first car, to be able to put a down payment on their house. And when you can have a salesperson working for you, for your Garage Kings, and they can look at the metrics and say, well, what if I take advantage of this technology and this lesson I can learn and click into, and I can improve my sales percentage by 2%. What does that do to the income I'm bringing home to my family? And when I talk to candidates about that, they're like, that's why I'm in business. That's why I'm starting a business. So that the people working with me and for me have that opportunity to improve their income. And that's exactly what that technology helps on that end. That's huge for employee retention, I would imagine, too, because I think yes. so many times we get people, you know, my experience in, in being a franchisee and a business owner is if people don't see a path forward, if they don't see a path to make more money, have more time, have more freedom, be promoted, and they can't see, they can't quite get a feel of that. And it can be hard in a small company and a startup and franchises, well, they're franchises. They are all startup businesses when they're opening. We're all, you know, you're always opening on day one with zero dollars. And so I think if they can't see where that's going to evolve, that sometimes causes people to take a different position or an hourly employee to say, well, $2 more an hour, I'm, you know, I'm just going to jump ship for that. So I can imagine that's a great employee retention tool as well. Now, it's it's actually driving the franchisee forward in their their idea to scale their business. Their employees are saying, we want you to add another truck. We're ready for it. I can take that on. Um, so we're seeing franchisees be driven by their employees to grow and scale their business because of the opportunity, which is which is amazing. That is fantastic. Now, you guys touch base on being able to use those metrics. Chat GPT is, is great. And I, I've always say I like businesses that are AI or Amazon proof, right? You're never going to have Chat GPT tell you, be able to actually put the floor down. Amazon can surely deliver something, but not what you guys are going to be able to deliver product wise. And I do think when we look at this, I always say the person whose job it's going to take is the person that's writing the copy or the person that's doing those things. This business is also AI proof. It's Amazon proof. So it's hitting two things. 
it's using technology to increase sales, to have more metrics, to really do the things that are important to business growth, but it's never in danger of being taken over by that type of stuff. And when we talk to clients day in, day out, I mean, I can't tell you how many clients we have from the tech space right now who have said, if you would have told me five years ago, they were telling everybody to learn how to code. Now computers are better at coding themselves than we are. It just, it's crazy to kind of think about. Nobody is going to be in danger of a computer doing their garage floors, cabinets, slats, any of those things. So we're also building in something that is going to stand the test of time as businesses need to evolve and you guys are evolving in all the right ways. Now, this has been a really good learning experience for me, I'm assuming for everybody that is is listening to this as well. I didn't know I'd be lighting up about garage floors. It's always, that's the best thing about franchising. You're like, what? You're using AI technology in a garage? This is amazing. Um, I would love for you guys, you know, where everybody on this call is in the franchise space and, and we all ended up here accidentally, but I think for the most part, we all believe it's probably the best place we could be. So John, I'll start with you, but I would love for you to just share with our listeners, what is your personal and compelling reason for being in franchising? Uh, it's, it's just what I touched on a few moments ago, right? Franchisees are able to get rid of the corporate structure, the pay structure, and, and build this business around what works for them, right? If I'm talking to a candidate whose income goal is X or an income goal of Y, uh, we can put together a game plan and a development plan to achieve that. Right. Um, so our franchisees are able to build this business, however small or large they want. Right. We have a, a six territory location with an owner in Boston, Massachusetts, and a single location in Dallas, Fort Worth. If they want to start with one van and be successful and meet their needs, that's it. We've got a franchisee in, in Michigan who is a former school teacher. Right. He doesn't have any aspirations of growing any bigger than one territory and two vehicles. And he's happy with that. He enjoys life. This is a people business. He likes getting on the road, talking with his consumers being involved with his employees. Um, but it can also allow a franchisee to, you know, come in semi-absentee and manage their business with this technology correctly. And it still be a people first business leveraged with success using artificial intelligence. So we're so excited about that. Personally, um, I love when franchisees or, or candidates are um, considering leaving a corporate structure and they see their eyes light up and they're like, I can spend more time with my family. I can get my children involved with this business. This can be a legacy business for my 14-year-old son or daughter to move into. Um, and that's really what what drives me every day. That's fantastic. And then I'll turn that exact same question to you, Bo. What's, you've had a lot of time in the franchise industry as well, many different facets. What is your personal compelling reason for being in the franchise business? So um, in franchising, as I mentioned before as well, when one person wins, everyone wins. When one person does another uh, gets another job, hires another employee, the franchisee across the country wins. And um, there's not a lot of businesses or, you know, especially with, you know, a high competition everywhere in the world that you can say that, right? It's a team sport. We're all in it together. We're all here to support each other. And building that culture in our organization is really important. Uh, the other thing is, you know, um, people are always looking to get out on their own and leave the corporate job, as John just mentioned. Um, in franchising, there's no better way to do that than through franchising because uh, you're minimizing the risk in going out on your own, starting your own business. We launch you forward 
years through our experience in the garage transformation space. There are so many learnings we have that if you went on your own, nothing against any individual is that you would learn too. But we have those learn learnings. We document them. We have solutions for them. And we literally launch you forward in your in your um, uh, uh, ramp up to, you know, open up. And all of a sudden you're acting like a 10-year operator in a specific industry. And uh, it's pretty cool. And so helping people and achieving those goals is um, it's pretty rewarding, to be honest. It's buying the business in a box and your go-to-market plan, your go-to-market strategy, your customer acquisition. You're buying other people's mistakes from starting in a very, very short period of time. I love it. And, and uh, congratulations to you guys. What's, um, we'll go back to John. What do you think the best piece of advice that you have ever received is? Ooh, in franchising specifically, I'm going to go out on a limb and say one of my mentors in business um, prior to franchising set me down at his desk and he had a, a glass of water, um, which was at 50%. When I say 50%, because it's not half full or half empty. And he says, is this glass, you know, half full or half empty? I said, you know, it's half full, like everyone should say, right? He said, no, get out of my office. He said, you don't know if somebody put the water in or took the water out. And I said, you know, I'm going to take that with me for the rest of my life. Because he said, if you don't know the facts, don't answer the question. And I think franchising is all about facts and legality and clear transparency. Um, so that was a great piece of advice that I've taken with me into franchise development. Um, just knowing, hey, gather the facts, speak about the facts. If you don't know the answer, find the right answer that is correct and provide clear and concise communication to candidates and consultants like yourself. You do a great job, John. Thank you. Bo, I'll Bo, turn that to you. <laughs> so <clears throat> it's, um, it's something actually that Troy, the owner of Garage Kings, has been um, sharing with me and talking about lately. And it's something that I can relate to, which is, um, first of all, business is hard. You know, and, and anytime everyone on this phone call knows, anyone listening to this podcast yeah. knows, business is hard, period. Um, how are you going to react to that when your back's against the wall, when you have an unprofitable month, um, when the employee quits, when uh, the gadget the gadget doesn't work, uh, something breaks, something's not working, what are you going to do? You're going to fight and claw and get your way out of it and get stuff done. Um, Failure is not an option, right? And um, the other side of that is when you do climb out when you do hit that success which you're going to have more of than not um there's also you know it's not the movie to where all of a sudden the music's playing and everyone's cheering for you and you know it's uh you know you're you're able to celebrate with friends and family and do all the things like you see in the movies you got to enjoy it yourself you got to make sure you're you're creating that celebration set those targets so you know this is time to play the music and this is time to celebrate and so um, don't forget that. And, and those are things that um, you hear people say, but I guarantee everyone listening and on this phone call, you can think about those times where you had to fight and claw and think about those times where you had to create that celebration and make sure that um, you're doing both of those things because um, that's what we're doing here. We're fighting and clawing and we're celebrating on the other side of it. I think that's business in a nutshell <laughs> is that you're, one minute you're celebrating the next minute you're trying to figure out how to get back to celebration. And I always appreciate when anybody in franchising, anybody in business talks about how hard it can be because there are fantastic days and the next day can be a day where you've really got to face the music and figure out how you're going to make things work. And that's the reality. I think sometimes we get franchisees that think, you know, I'm going to write a check for a franchise fee. And 
then it's an ATM. That's exactly what's going to happen. It's like a money tree in the backyard. And any business, you have to put in some level of work. And what I like about what you guys have told us today is this is a business that is proactively seeking solutions. This is a business that's great for that owner operator, like the teacher from Michigan. It's great for that person that is a semi-absentee candidate that doesn't isn't ready to leave the comfort of corporate America yet. They want that off-ramp that, God forbid, they get the pink slip tomorrow. They've already built this on the side. And with the help of AI and all of these different things that you're doing, it makes it very easily manageable. And I just want to commend you both on what a great job you're doing with candidates and franchisees. And I am so excited to see Garage Kings just grow and become the national brand that we know it will be. So thank you so much for joining us today. I really, really have appreciated the conversation. The future is bright for your franchisees and the franchisor. Congratulations. Thank you both so much. Um, Really appreciate chatting with you guys. Thank you, Jamie and Sam. We enjoyed our time with you today. So if you'd like to learn more about franchising and diversifying your portfolio through franchising, email us at info at franpathconsulting.com. Follow the FranPath Consulting Podcast on Apple or Spotify. Please rate and review us five stars. You can also follow us on Instagram at FranPath, Facebook and LinkedIn at FranPath Consulting. Or go to our website, franpathconsulting.com, to take your free business assessment. 